Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of Not Suitable for Work and the very soon to be released Off the Record, which debuts December 10th. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less. But we promise to leave you satisfied. So the theme of today is meet cutes or how did you meet? And specifically the power of the meeting. Uh, If you don't know in the romance world, uh, meet cute is the term that's generally applied to when the two main characters who will become the lovers in the book have a charming, adorable encounter, first encounter. Uh, but not all romance has meet-cutes, as we will discuss, because actually neither of ours really do. And bigger than that, Sarah and I want to talk talk about meetings and just the power of them in general. Both in fiction and real life, when you encounter somebody, you've been going about your day and you're just doing whatever you thought and you have all these hopes and plans. And then you meet somebody new and the power of that to change your life in radical ways is super fascinating to both of us, whether it be platonic or romantic. So whether it's a cute meeting or a hate meeting or something in between, um, it's really a fascinating thing that we really just kind of wanted to unpack with you guys. And I think we have our own meeting story, right, Sarah? Yeah, I think um, our meet cute is pretty awesome. Even though we're not in a romantic relationship, we have a friend. Of course. <laughs> we have a friend meet cute. And um, you can correct me if I'm mistaken, but like I remember we first um, encountered each other. We first met on Twitter. And I can't remember exactly like when, but it was definitely um, romance writing related. I think, right. I think we had, um, just a bunch of followers in common cause we were both romance writers. So we did all of like the writing hashtags. And I think that like, I had liked a bunch of your, um, tweets and your lines because I just thought your writing was amazing. And then like, I feel like we started chatting a lot on Twitter and then, we did, um, and I remember thinking, I I remember slowly becoming aware of you, like you said, through the hashtags. But I also remember thinking, this woman is so nice. (laughs) You were just so nice and, like, complimentary. And I was like, she's way too nice to be friends with somebody like me. But uh, you were just, I just remember, I don't remember it too clearly either, except for that it was just definitely through, like, the writing prompts and the circles that we would have, right? Right. No, that's exactly right. And I, um... I remember like eventually, cause it started out as us, um, you know, complimenting each other's lines and all that stuff. But then I feel like that kind of, um, progressed into just like us talking naturally or like DMing each other about random stuff. And then I think we eventually started beta reading for each other. Right. Is that true? Right? That, that seems right. We, we definitely, yeah, we were doing some different types of chats and I remember we definitely got into some nonsense threads of chats on Twitter as one does but yeah. Uh, yeah I remember putting out the call for a beta reader so if you don't know that term um, when you are going through the process of writing a book and you want to try to get it published in some way or other uh, you want to get people to read it and give you honest real feedback 
And so you have what we call beta readers. And it's not as easy as you would think in terms of talking about a meeting. It's not as easy as you would think to get the right fit. And so as I was working on Not Suitable for Work, uh, what you do is you kind of test the waters with somebody and see how it goes. And just because you both write romance does not mean that you're going to be on the same page. But I remember with you, Sarah, like we, you read like an opening chapter or something and the feedback you gave was both super positive and also the criticisms that you gave and the suggestions for revising certain moments. I was like, oh yes, I want to work with her. I just remember that very clearly. (laughs) That's a really nice thing um, to say. Thank you. And I, like you did the exact same thing for me when, Mm -hmm. um, because you beta read Faker for me. And so it was the exact same thing for me. You were amazing, um, the feedback you gave me. And then, yeah, I think we just like, I think it just progressed from there. We just started like, eventually we started like emailing each other and um, right. yeah, and like FaceTiming each other. And then we had, um, we well, finally- we were both met. also going through the publishing journey together, yes, that's which true. I think was also a super good bonding moment. But yeah, but then we had our, in real life meet cute was it like two months ago now yeah yeah that's kind of um crazy to think like uh it we were like I felt like we were friends obviously through twitter and all the online communication and phone communication we're doing but yeah we've only just recently met each other in Mm -hmm. person and I was really nervous too because I was afraid like oh what if she thinks I'm a weirdo or what if she (laughs) what if she doesn't like me because you know, I, it's just like probably just a weird paranoia thing that I have when I meet somebody in person, but, but it was great. Like you were awesome. Great. Well, it was cute from the start. It was a true meet cute. So also, if you don't know, Sarah lives on the West coast and I live in New York. So we met, I guess my book had just come out and yours was set to be out within a week. And so it was a perfect timing to go and celebrate that in Nashville, which is, of course, my hometown. But uh, yeah, I remember it was super cute because you got into town really late and I picked you up from the airport. And the first thing out of your mouth was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry it's so late and you picked me up. And I remember thinking, why is she apologizing? She really is as nice as she seemed to be. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just, I felt really bad. Just to clarify, I felt really bad because it was super late and you were picking me up at the airport and you had woken up to come get me. So I felt terrible. (laughs) And I had gladly volunteered and was happy to do it, but it was super cute. And then I don't think we really shut up from talking with each other except for to like sleep and drink for the rest of the weekend. It was really fantastic. Yeah, you're, you are totally right. It was we talked nonstop about everything and it was amazing. It was, it was the coolest. It was like, um, it was like a really good date, honest, non-romantic yeah, date, yeah. obviously, because we're not dating, but, um, but it just felt like, it just felt like a really nice, just a great time. It honestly felt like I was spending time with a friend that I had known, mm-hmm. like an old friend. Yeah. And I guess that makes yeah. sense because we had corresponded so much on so many other platforms, like on the right. phone, through text and online. So it just felt really natural. And now, now I feel like we're <laughs> proper friends and yes, writer buddies. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. It was a great meet cute. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was a great one. It was a great story. I love it. Um, 
So from there, unlike our adorable meeting, <laughs> neither Sarah or I have really very cute meetings in our stories. Sarah, Emmy, and Tate start off, you're already hating each other. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly it. Like, so a meet hate, I guess you would call that a variation of a meet cute because it, it like they do in when characters do a meet hate, I feel like obviously when that happens, there's tension and conflict right off the bat. They don't really like each other, but it's not pure like, or I guess it, I guess it can be, but like, you know it's going to be okay because it's a romance and eventually they're going to fall for each other. So the meet hate is kind of amusing and adorable in a way too, even though it's like comes from a place of dislike and hating. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, like for, for Emmy and Tate and Faker, um, yeah, like they actually meet before the book. So you're coming into, into the story where they already know each other and they already dislike each other. So mm -hmm. they have all this tension and conflict that they are working through. And it's really, and I like writing that because I feel like it's a really compelling um, story arc, honestly. Like I really like conflict and um, when two characters just don't like each other because that's just fun to read about. But then eventually, obviously the story takes them to a place where, so they have to work together for work on a special project. And then because of that, because they're spending all this new time together, they start to see each other in a completely different light in a way. And they start to kind of get to know each other in a way that they never have before. So it's kind of like they're re-meeting in a way. And I think, um, like for me, I think that's very applicable or it comes from a very real life place because I feel like we've all been like in situations where, you know, you meet somebody and it just doesn't go well, or you get off on the wrong foot, or you make a weird assumption about somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it kicks off a negative association or negative relationship. But then hopefully maybe later on, you can sort of get to know that person better. Yeah. What I mean? I totally know what you mean. And I'll back that as being, you know, they, sometimes people say like, oh, it's just, it's just fiction. It can't happen in real life. That kind of thing can and does happen in real life. I have a personal story that will support it pretty well. Um, I, it is a platonic friendship, but <laughs> about 10 years ago, I was starting, or I was about to start a new job, and we were having this first meeting of the staff, um, and I came in in business attire, even though it was June, so I was like sweating, um, and really trying to present. It's like super professional, because I was excited to have the job, and this other guy gets in the elevator to go to the meeting with me and he's wearing like shorts and a, a t-shirt. And I immediately was like, who is this? <laughs> and so he was another teacher. It was, a, it was a new school we were starting. He was a new, another teacher on the staff. And that was 10 years ago. And we are still the closest friends. We just became over time working together in that school, working together. It just became like, oh no, we, we actually do get along very well. We're, we're very good friends. I mean, we're very different people, but I just, and he loves to tell the story. Ryan loves to say, oh, when I first met you, I thought you had a giant stick up your ass. And I was like, thanks. I thought you were a bum. Um, but it, uh, it was so funny. And it's like I said, I mean, it's definitely a, a friendship, but it's mm -hmm. definitely a great example of, I don't know if it was a meet hate. It was definitely a meet disdain. We can say yeah. that pretty fairly. 
I love so, that. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But- and similar to you, but different, you know, in my book, Not Suitable for Work, Celeste and Ben meet each other in the very opening pages. And there's this moment where it might be cute, right? They have this moment of commiseration as they both think they're starting this new job. And even in that, Celeste starts to form the thought that he's very handsome. She's like, oh, he's, but then the boss walks in and he informs them that no, they're actually going to be competing for the job as an internship to hire. And so they have to be rivals. And so that, that cute meeting just gets dashed right away. And throughout the books, uh, Celeste has to kind of try to tell herself she doesn't want to meet this man. She doesn't want to know him, but he's so compelling to her. And as of course they become lovers that she just getting to know. And again, that moment where she's met somebody who first became this roadblock, but then became this life-changing force and just how true to life that can be. Um, And then in my second book, Off the Record, that's kind of an interesting meeting because they're re-meeting each other, but they're doing it without any warning and under some of the toughest of circumstances because they're supposed to not know each other. And so when she walks in, Nick and Melody, those are the characters, are both basically blindsided by the meeting. Um, so that's, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other situation. So yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really, well, I've already read Off the Record, obviously, but yes. I'm excited for people to read it because it's an amazing, amazing romance. But um, yeah, but yeah, I love I love the meet cutes in your um, in your in both of your books, because it's just that honestly, that's what I love about the Mm -hmm. meet cute. I feel like depending on what the author, what the writer decides to do with it, you can take it in so many different directions. It can be like adorable and sweet or it can be full of like tension and a meet hate or like a second chance meeting where everything is just completely thrown off for both of them and that's what I really love about this whole trope yeah yeah and like you said and I think like we talked about last week it's but like you just said it's that also that guarantee that you know you're going to get that happy ending and you know that no matter how disastrous it might be you're you're going to read something that's delightful and very happy and I think there's something beautiful about that so it's one of the reasons I love romance Um, But we also have real life romance. Now, Sarah has stressed to you that she and I are not a romantic relationship, which I will back. This is true. Um, But we have solicited call for people to share with us their real life meeting up stories. And we're going to put some of them on our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Super excited to post some of those coming up. But we wanted to read some on the show today as well uh, because they were just so cute. And we thank everybody who's brought them out. Sarah, what you got for us? Yeah, so this is a person who uh, DM'd me. Um, and I'm not going to like name names or anything because um, I want this to be anonymous because we don't want to put anybody on the spot or anything like that. Um, but she, uh, this is her and her, um, her and her husband. And she was at a pub on her birthday years ago. And she had just gotten out of a really bad relationship And, um, so she was trying to go, go a little crazy on her birthday and like have some drinks and have a nice time and just forget all of that ugliness that you go through when you have a horrible ex. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so she, uh, was in this pub and she sees this guy who's like really, um, mysterious and cute and sexy and hot. 
and from the other end of the bar and he's playing pool with his friends and she said that they kept looking at each other throughout the night and like every time she would have to get up and go to the bathroom like she'd have to like walk by him and they'd always give each other like a look but none of them like neither one of them was saying anything to each other um but she she made it a point to say that she was wearing this shirt that um you could put letters on and her shirt said it's my birthday buy me a drink but the letters were removable so like you could write whatever you wanted so she she said that she changed after a few drinks she decided to change the buy me a drink part into like a more um like lewd inappropriate saying so it was like it's my birthday inappropriate saying and <laughs> um, and she said like so she walked by the hot bad boy and the hot bad boy goes oh is that for me like pointing to her shirt and she said she was drunk and she said it's for anyone who wants it and she said like oh. that yeah right amazing epic thing to say oh i love it right and um she said like that broke the ice and they started flirting and they had a great time and they left together and they felt madly in love with each other and like yeah less than two months later they were engaged and yeah isn't that cute and then that's um, amazing yeah and then they got married and they've been together um for like i think like 10 plus years like yeah it's amazing it was really and i just thought that was yeah like super super cute um it was just like gave me warm and fuzzies and also I was just I was super excited to hear this story because I guess like in my 20s if you're if you did this in your 20s like you know you went out with your friends and then you hope to meet like mm-hmm. a cute nice guy and then like that never happened because you were at like a bar or a club and they're all <laughs> douchebags so so this was such like a nice beautiful like oh my gosh thank you like adorable ending to like going to a bar and thinking like oh this is going to be a horrible time and then you end up meeting your soulmate it's just like so sweet I just thought it was adorable I love it I'm also super fascinated by this shirt yeah like I feel like I would have probably just like kept writing different phrases to see if he noticed (laughs) every time it changed but I'm also super curious about what this phrase was that she put on there so my my imagination's gone on wild with this yeah um um, yeah I want maybe you know maybe that stays between the two of them you know it's their special (laughs) yeah I like that though I like that um all right so I've got one I absolutely have to share um my husband and I met online via yahoo chat back in the day (laughs) Shout out to the Yahoo chat room almost 18 years ago, way before people were online dating. We shared a love of movies. Every day we'd be in this movie chat room with the same group of people. Um, I loved the music he would play. I was in Wisconsin at the time. He lived in Vegas. I was a teacher, and some of my teacher friends planned on an all-girls trip to Vegas. He picked me up at the airport, and I fell for him hard. We went out to lunch hung out and I just knew this was the person I was supposed to be with 
Fast forward 17 years later, we're still together. We got married in 2013. We share laughter, started a web show, and we have so much fun. We joke to this day that you never find anything good on the internet. I love it. Oh, I love everything that, about that. That is absolutely adorable. Oh, I know. It's yeah. fantastic. And it's um, love, it's love, nice love. that like they uh, gave a nice spin to meeting somebody online. <laughs> you know, like on an online <laughs> chat room because I don't know. Like I remember. Um, you know, like hearing stories about like, oh yeah, you're going to meet a creeper on a chest. So that's, sorry, I shouldn't take it into that direction, obviously, but that no. is horrible. That's very sweet. First of all, I like that you're a safety, safety lady and <laughs> yes. you're very right. It's not a good idea, but I will also say from personal experience that I have had some incredible meetings online that have changed my life. So, and you are one of them. So there you oh. go. Even though we are not a romantic relationship. Right. Not but. that. A different kind of amazing. A friend. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. But no. Yeah. But still be safe out there, folks. Be safe. Yes. Yes. All right, Sarah, another story. We got time. Yes. Okay. So this one is a really sweet one because the couple met when they were in high school. And I think that's really adorable because um, I feel like a lot of high school sweethearts don't really make it. It's, like as sad yeah. as that sounds. but anyway um but yeah so this uh person who wrote into me so that she met her husband when they were 16 and working at a grocery store she was a checker and he was um a head bagger and she mm -hmm. said that the first time she saw him she thought he looked like an overgrown child because he was really tall like six foot three and he was wearing <laughs> jean shorts and high tops oh <laughs> I love that she remembers that. Right, yeah. And I'm not laughing to be mean because, like, I did not dress all that great when I was 16. It's just, like, a really cute – I can totally picture it and it makes me laugh. You'll excuse Winston in the background here. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Winston's always welcome. He's part Indeed. Of podcast. All right, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, no, it's fine. So she said that um, her husband says the first time he remembers meeting her is when she told him – to come to her register and fill up her bags when she was checking out a customer. Mm. Yeah. Oh, literally. Oh, you meant literally. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. So she said to her husband, um, she was like, oh, was I rude in that moment? Because uh, she admits that she can be kind of demanding sometimes, but like we all can, so not a big deal. And he said that, no, you weren't demanding. You just told me what you needed me to do. And I did it. And she said, well, that set up our whole relationship then. So, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> and so I guess they um, they had, like, it, it was, like, another year or so before they actually got together. Cause, but they had, like, crushes on each other. And they just didn't, like, say anything. But they eventually did. And now they're married with a family. And it's really, really cute. I just thought that was adorable. Very, yes, very cute. I love that. Yeah. That's so cute. I love it. All right. Well. I have two more that I'm really compelled yes. to share. Is it okay if I bring us home with these two? Absolutely. Please do. All right. So the first one goes like this. We went to the same small college but never met until we both got internships at NASA through our school. I was the social media marketer and he was one of the physicists. So first of all, I was immediately excited by this one because in my book too, my female main character is a social media marketer and Tate in Faker is also 
the social media for nuts and bolts. So I, I was excited about that. But anyway. I, yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. I know. Yeah. They were studying fuel gauging in zero gravity and it was my turn to turn off. It was my job to turn all of the science into English. I was basically Penny in the Big Bang Theory. My future <laughs> SO was running late to our first group meeting. When he walked in, I got his arrival on film. You can hear me on the tape, totally forget his name. The rest of the evening, you can watch awkward conversations between the two of us. I thought he was a huge grump. I learned later he was in pain having come from physical therapy. At the very end of the evening, I put my camera away and had a great conversation with him. For the first time he, since he got there, he smiled. And I thought, oh, there you are. It was like I was seeing his true self for the first time. We started dating later that summer and got to fly in zero gravity together. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. And I love it. So sweet. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, sorry. I know. And it, it goes back to what you were saying about like how Emmy and Tate re-meet each other. Yes. And even though this happened over the course of the evening, that moment of like, oh, oh, there it is. I love it. Yeah, that is, that's super romantic. Yeah. That's all I want yeah. to <laughs> totally so the last one we're gonna we're gonna close this one out um it goes like this i met my husband of almost of nearly 40 years in college i was a friend of his girlfriend at the time and was left behind at his apartment her mistake <laughs> and my great fortune we realized very early on how much we enjoyed each other's company and still feel the same 40 years later. So I think that's a really cute, like nice and short and simple. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing I love most about this one is that's my mom's story of meeting my dad. So. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. And so I can fill in a little bit of the blanks here. She like, I'm a fan of but she kept it brief. Um, I guess yes. it was like a group of friends and I think my dad was busy like blow drying his long flowing 70s hair <laughs> and they were all tired of waiting to go to the bar or whatever and so they just told my mom they were like Look, we're gonna leave you you guys just come with him later and so apparently he walked out of like his bedroom or whatever into the living room and she was just there on the couch and she was like hi and so that began the friendship and she's right. He was dating. Like he had been dating for a long time with his friends. And again, his mom said her mistake was my great fortune. So <laughs> yeah, it's super cute. And I was really appreciative that mom was willing to share her story. So thank yeah. you. That is amazing. That's really, that is just, that is incredible. All around incredible, adorable, romantic, sweet, all of the above. And it's a true like meet cute. And yes. so even though we're fans of the meet hate, meet right. cute right there. Love it. Yes. Ah, well, my goodness, all these meetings. That was great for me, Sarah. Was it good for you? Hell yeah, it was good for me. Yay. <laughs> so that's been episode two of the Quick and Dirty Romance podcast. If you want to ask us a question about anything we've talked about in this episode or anything about romance or what it's like to be an author, we would love for you to reach out and DM us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Quick and Dirty Rom. And on Instagram at Quick and Dirty Romance. And you can find me, that's Sky, on Twitter and Instagram at writer Sky McD. And then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at author Sarah S. 
And if you want to check out our books, once again, it's Not Suitable for Work by Sky McDonald and also Off the Record by Sky McDonald. And then Baker by Sarah Smith. Yes. And so thank you all so much for listening again. And to close out, I'll leave you with the quote that I saw in the storefront of Nashville. Darlings, be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. Bye. We'll see you next time.